If there's some scientists out there that can figure out if that's accurate, I'm in Oslo, Norway. Let us know where I'd end up if I drilled diagonally through the earth. I'd just be curious. <laughs> I uh, would be too. Maybe the Whit Sundays. <laughs> Maybe. It would be amazing. Then Travis is some kind of like um, geological savant and he didn't even know yeah. it. Okay. Find that wormhole, Jay. Find that wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and for the first time ever doing my Facebook Live today, I got hand-delivered beer. Nice. I'm uh, Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie, which, by the way, is now open for new members. I'm very excited to say that. I'm dropping it right here, right now, uh, as this podcast comes out this week. We are opened up, so you should check it out, locationindie.com. Um, we don't open it up very often, Trav, so it's always an exciting time. It is always exciting. We open up two to three times a year, and every time people have told us they're chomping at the bit you know, for us to open up. So if you're new to Location Indie Podcast, welcome. Location Indie is our community of people who travel, live, and work anywhere in the world, build a location-independent lifestyle, all support each other doing that. If, of course, you've been listening to Location Indie Podcast for a while then, then, of course, you know what Location Indie is. And yes, the doors are open. This will be, I'm not going to say it's the last time in 2017 because I don't want to misspeak, but it'll be the last time, at least for the next couple months, and it will be certainly the last time to get in at this price point as well, which right now is $33 a month. So um, yeah, check it out, locationindy.com. And we are super excited, Jay, because we, we came up with this idea. It's like a joint podcast, except that it's between three podcasts. So I guess joint could be between three people. Usually I think of it between... It's like, a menage a trois. It's a podcast menage a trois. That's what I'm looking... A, a <laughs> podcast menage a trois. So on today's Location Indie podcast, what we're doing is we are giving you the 16 most beautiful places in the world that we want to go, that we have not been to before. Then on Jason's Zero to Travel podcast and my Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, we are doing our list of the most beautiful places that we have been. Half the list is going to be on Jason's podcast. Half the list is going to be on my podcast. So to get the whole full scoop of all the most beautiful the places, the trilogy, uh, <laughs> join. Obviously, you're listening to this one, the Location Indie Podcast. Of course, then you've got the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, which is mine, and you've got the Zero to Travel podcast, which is Jay's. Some of you already listen to all three of them. If you do, great. If you haven't listened to the other ones, go check them out right now. And yeah, if you get do, the... thank you. I mean, yeah, gosh, huge you're thank probably you. tired of hearing our voices right now. We hope that this trilogy uh, is more like the original Star Wars trilogy and less like the one with uh, the Phantom Menace or whatever. I, I, I don't know. The, the, the second three Star Wars trilogies that they or the second three trilogies, the second three, set, the set of three movies, they, they didn't turn out so good. So we're going to make this awesome. Um, In my and, mind, Star Wars is one of the most overrated pop culture things of our lifetime. Oh, so man. we don't have to get Here into that. Go. That's not what now, this is that's about. That's a whole other... Now we have to start a whole other podcast. Great. Just uh, <laughs> to teach Travis a lesson. Um, all right. So knowing how much Travis and I talk, well, we're getting back to our roots 
as you can tell, I mean, we, we talk a lot about online business, lifestyle business, and like the work-life balance and all the stuff around being a digital nomad, location independence, and all that good stuff. But, you know, the roots of travel. I mean, a lot of people, at least in our world, get into this for the love of travel and having the freedom and the flexibility, not only to work from home, see friends in the middle of the day, and all that great stuff that comes get with it. Get hand-delivered beer get hand-delivered beer, but also to be able to take off at a moment's notice if you find a good flight or you just want to go see someplace and to be able to take advantage of uh, the travel aspect of having a freedom business that gives you that lifestyle to do it. So um, so back to the roots here, we're going to go in and do a little, I guess you would call it... um. I don't know, daydreaming or um, dreamlining or I don't know whatever you want to call it, wanderlusting. You know, everybody has a different term. I like wanderlusting because it adds like a little, I don't know, menage a trois and lusting. I don't menage know what's going on here. Wanderlusting. It's Got all... Freudian it's, stuff happening, but... Um, it's all love here. It's all love here, folks. <laughs> free love, baby. All right. So, so we each got eight. We each got eight places yeah. that we've never been that we really want to go to that we think will be one of the, some of the most beautiful places in the world. And the rules, as they are on this show and also on the other shows, Jay, when, when we you get the rest of this menage a trois, is we have not talked about the list beforehand. So I have no idea what Jay's list is. He has no idea what list what my list is. We also have no idea for our list of the places that we have been either. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get to uh, hear our unfiltered comments here. And I should mention, if you are brand new to the Location Indie show... On Location Indie, we do something a little different than our own podcast. We keep it to 30 minutes. That's why I told him in the Jade's in the beginning to start the timer. We keep the shows to 30 minutes. So we got a lot to run through here in the next 25 minutes. We got 16 different places between the two of us. And uh, Jay, why don't you start us off? You're number eight of the most beautiful place that you want to go. What's number eight on your list? Ooh, I get to start us off. How exciting. Um, I've heard so many good things about this place and also... I've seen so many gorgeous pictures that I can't hardly take it anymore. Yet, still haven't gone. Uh, Banff, Canada. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, Banff National Park. It's uh, it's just one of those national parks I'm really dying to visit. I'm a huge national park junkie. I've been to many of them in the States. And um, I mean... I I just haven't gotten up there yet. So that's uh, that's a place that's... Hot on the list coming in at number eight. Banff is gorgeous. Really funny, quick story, because it's got to be quick, so we're on a time limit here, about Banff is when we were living in Japan, Heather and I, and our friends were over, and we were they were talking, they lived in Alberta, so they were talking about Banff. And for some reason, we were all drinking, and I got very adamant about the fact that I would never go to Banff. They actually filmed me doing this, and and I just kept saying like, there's no way I'm ever going to Banff. I had never been at this point. And well, why, were you, why, why were you doing that? I have just just to, to be like day. a naysayer, just just because you wanted to be the one that was like opposite of what everybody else. Honestly, no idea. <laughs> I to this day, I I I I cannot tell you why. Uh, but I was just so I was yelling and screaming like I'm never going. And then sure enough, like a year later, we all went to Banff together, uh, and it is gorgeous. So great choice, <laughs> great choice. <laughs> But I'm never going to BAM, Jay. Um, cool. Uh, on that note, kind of my number eight. I'm cheating already. But oh, gosh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two somewhat similar places in terms of topography, and it's similar to Banff as well, with the mountains and and the ruggedness and things like that. Uh, Alaska slash Iceland. I know they're different places. I know they're not even near each other. <laughs> Dude. But I'm. 
I'm done. This is the only time Dude, I Dude, you're this. pulling a Jason. You're this pulling is, a Jason. You've got I, a slash on two places that are completely <laughs> yeah, right. like thousands of miles apart. That's not even like yeah, you can't get a direct flight between the two. Let's put it that way. You're, but, you're not. You're not saying like Alaska slash Upper Western Canada. You know right, right, I mean? right. Alaska slash the Northwest Territory and the Yukon. No, but the reason Total I put cheap. these together, and these are the only two that I do put together, um, is I just I'm dying to go somewhere that remote and that rugged. I've never been anywhere that like in a, a that rugged and that remote in a um, in a cold weather climate. So. You know, obviously, Alaska, a lot of people go to, and Iceland's getting more and more popular by the day. I would love to go to either of those places in summer or winter. Um, I think it's just fascinating to be to be that remote and to, to be out in nature and things like that. So for me, number eight, Alaska slash Iceland. Funny, interestingly enough, it's probably actually closer for me to go from the East Coast to Iceland than it is to Alaska, which is kind of interesting to think, but yeah. Interestingly enough, uh, Alaska's not on my list. I'm going to have a spoiler alert there, but um, it probably should be because it's the only state I haven't been to, Trav. And I just still feel like I've said this before on my podcast or here. I feel like I need to make like some kind of dramatic entrance into Alaska. I've been saving it because it's been my last state forever. And I don't just want to just go and just spend a couple days there. Like I want to have an epic Alaska trip, Alaskan trip. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just letting Alaska come to me. Just it's going to take it a while. It's a pretty big landmass. Okay, yeah, I don't think uh, it's going to get all the way to you, but that's all right, man. <laughs> all right, my number seven. Place I still haven't been in South America. We're going to South America now. Uh, Ecuador. I've just heard so many incredible things. Um, I love South America. I've had so much, uh, I guess, just so many incredible travel experiences on that continent. And you've got so such a variety in Ecuador. You've got beaches, you've got, you know, high mountains and volcanoes and colonial churches and um, just everything. You got the Galapagos Islands. I mean, there's so much there. Oh, and, uh, dude, that's a good one. That's a good uh, one. It's just a very diverse country. It's a place uh, I've actually told my wife, Anna Dorte, I said, hey, when we're, you know, maybe we're going to take our daughter and live somewhere for a few months. And like, that's the place that always pops up in my head. Like if we're going to actually go and live somewhere for a few months, um, it's Ecuador because of the variety. So there you go. Ecuador at number seven. I think that's a great one. I've also never been to Ecuador and I kind of, I kind of forgot about the um, Galapagos islands there, which is a, like, yeah, I kind of forget they're part of that, but that would be a good one. A standalone one, let alone like without Ecuador, sure. that'd be a great one. Um, yeah. Dude, I all right. So I'm staying in Dude. South America for my number seven. I know this is tough to do these types of podcasts because you just get really <laughs> excited and and wander lusty. Um, <laughs> my number seven. Uh, we're staying in South America. I've never touched that continent before, but my number seven is never mind. I'm sorry, that was my number six. I skipped over one. So never mind. We're not staying in South America. We are heading to Europe for my number seven, and that is Cinque Terre or Cinque Terre or Cinque Terre, however you're supposed to say it. Cinque Terre. Uh, Cinque Terre. Um, I, it's weird. I've been around that area a bunch, and yet I've never been to Cinque Terre. Um, and my friend's mom, it's like her favorite place in the world. And, you know, I grew up with him and and hang out at his house and she'd always be like oh my gosh it's beautiful and i look at picture i'm like this is amazing and somehow even though we've been in tuscany quite a bit and around that area we've never actually made it to cinque terre so i mean those cliffside 
villages, you know, built into the sides of the cliff and you come in on a boat. I, it's just, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Um, so I got to get myself there. I've been twice. It is incredibly gorgeous. And I was just trading emails with Ray, who's in our community location, Indy, who is in Cinque Terre right now as we're recording this podcast. And he sent me an email via his phone because the town he's the quaint little village he's staying in doesn't have internet. And I'm just like, it's still awesome. (laughs) It's still an awesome place to go visit, even more so now for that reason. So yeah, excellent selection, Trav. Uh, I I give you the... Not that you need my stamp of approval, but I'm giving it to you right now. Uh, My number six, a place that uh, you have been and I have not. And of course, this is like ridiculously big. So I, I shouldn't, you know, kind of put this on the list. But India... The country of India. The because country of India. The country of India. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I mean, you got all They're the Himalayan treks and you know, Kashmir and all of the spiritual stuff and a lot of the that stuff like I'm interested in and have read about and and just seeing um like the Ganges the Ganges River and all of the culture and I don't know, I could go on and on, but uh, India. I mean, that's just a fascinating country it's like it's like the u.s it's like the u.s or china or any of these huge countries there's just so much going on that you can see a tiny slice like heather and i did in three weeks and i like i saw what maybe one twentieth of the land area of india if that and i could go back to that same area of rajasthan again and see totally different things but it's absolutely gorgeous, especially that northwest area of Rajasthan that we were in. Well, I say especially. I haven't been everywhere, but it was awesome. It was like being, I always say this, Jay, it was like being in the movie Aladdin. It was really like that. You have the old fortresses and the castles and people are riding camels and you're out in the deck. It's, it was awesome. It was awesome. So uh, plenty of advice to give you for India, especially how to deal with culture shock once you land there. Um, but I'm with you. India is pretty cool. Um may find its way onto my list of places that I have been. And that's what's fun to record this one first, because I don't know where you've been. You don't know where I've been. Uh, uh, you know, for real, like all of the places we've been, I don't know what's going to be. On I, I can make another up. joke along the lines of menage a trois and lusting when you said that. You yeah, know, you don't know where I've been. I don't know where you've been. Oh, but anyway, boy. I don't want this. <laughs> Moving <laughs> we on. Moving right. on. We got a time limit here. My number six is now back to South America, as I foreshadowed before. This is a place that, would be higher on my list, except I'm worried that it's one of those places that you go to that's beautiful, but is clogged with tourists, which, you know, you can't really, like, what are you going to do about that, right? It's an awesome, beautiful place. It's a world heritage thing. It's amazing. Um, But it's just tough because you kind of want it to your own, and I don't think I would have it there, and that is Machu Picchu. Uh, Yeah, it's, um, I've been it's absolutely epic. There are definitely treks you can take, Trav, that take you around some of that madness. But, you know, it's like like you said, I mean, when people get down on a place, oh, well, there's so many tourists there. Well, like, there's a reason for that, you know? And when you're walking through the Andes on an ancient trail that's, you know, thousands of years old, and you come on these ruins like Indiana Jones, you know, like this guy, I mean, it's just, I, I'll never forget seeing it and just the whole experience and the track and everything um yeah 
and and that's one thing I, I don't we don't have time to get up on a soapbox here but i i i do sometimes worry and i hear this from other travelers like oh well, it's too touristy now and this and that and it's like I, I understand what they're saying because I just said that same sentiment. And sure, I'd love to have been Herman, whatever the dude was who discovered it, right? Probably actually I wouldn't have been because no, it was probably you crazy. Have been. You wouldn't have been able to right. make it on that. Trip, but it, it, it's, you know, you just have to take that as part of it. And you have to put yourself in the mat- majestic atmosphere that's there and say, okay, fine. There's other people here. Let me do what I can to get off the beaten path and while still appreciating it. So my yeah. number six, Machu. Nice. Love it. Um, Number five for me, looking at the going to the Serengeti for the wildebeest migration. It's just been a bucket list thing. And, you know, it sits uh, in, I guess, some parts of Tanzania and some parts of Kenya. Um, Never been on a safari in Africa to see the wildebeest migration and to be out there just in that vast open space and experiencing those animals. Like anytime you see, you know how it is, you see some of these animals that you only see in the zoo and then you see them in the wild. It just blows your mind. And um, I know you've been on safari, Trav. I have not. And um, something I'd like to do someday. So that's that could be way higher on the list, but yeah, I had to order these somehow. So that's uh, number five right now. I unfortunately didn't get to see the wild wild wildebeest wild beast the wild beasts migration but um i yes i that was one of the things that i thought as far as you know it's so far as usually on people bu- people's bucket list it wasn't as high on mine i, I thought it was cool going to be cool but i was like oh whatever you know some people it's like their number one thing to do it bumped right up to the top like after i did it of saying if anyone ever said to me hey i want to go on safari i'd be like yeah Yes, <laughs> go do it. It is absolutely incredible. So we did it in the Maasai Mara, which is the Kenyan side of the Serengeti. Serengeti's in Tanzania, so you can't go wrong either spot. I did have a friend, Scott, who runs safaris in Tanzania, maybe a little biased, but he's like, oh, you've only been to the Maasai Mara. You got to come to the Serengeti. It's different. I'm like, okay, is it better? <laughs> he's like, yeah, okay, well, we'll see. Um, anyway, great, great number f- uh, 5J. My number five, I'm kind of theming mine out a little bit. And you'll see what I mean as we go down the list. But my number five is staying in South America. It's interesting because, again, I didn't know you had been to Machu Picchu. I didn't know you had been to Cinque Terre. Um, I don't think you've been here before. But if you have, this is awesome. And that is, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but that is the Tepuyas, the Tabletop Mountains in Venezuela. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you've seen the movie Up, that is what the movie Up is based on, where the little kid flies around in the balloon and all. Um, the crazy like tabletop mountain plateaus that are in Venezuela that are above the cloud line that are remote and rugged and insane. Ever since I saw, I haven't even watched the whole movie, but ever since I saw part of the movie Up, I'm like, whoa, where is that? And then I looked it up and it was in Venezuela. And then I had a friend who went there and I saw his pictures and I thought, this is crazy. Like, this is one of those last-touched places on Earth that are so remote and hard to get to and weird and rugged and crazy in geological formations that um, it would be cool to be standing on the top of one of them and just thinking, whoa, there have not been that many people who have been here. All right, man. So when are we going? Uh, as, soon I, as, we I get, just, as soon as we get those cool balloons that'll fly us up into the air, and then we can just make our way there. I'm looking at some pictures here. It looks it's stunning. Just, 
Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I've never been to South America at all. And I just, these are just very unique. They have similar type things in, in China, not that have like the tabletop mounts, but like the little spires. Anything above the clouds with crazy cloud cover, like when you're above it, is pretty special. Trav, I'd love to take you to South America for your first time. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay, number four, and this is a place my wife's, uh, it's very high on her list. It might be the number one place for her. So I figured I'd put it on my list too um, because it, I, we're going to go at some point. And that's Sri Lanka. Never been to Sri Lanka. Um, it, just from the pictures, it, it looks absolutely epic. Uh, the... The culture there is fascinating. Um, you know, it, it. I don't know. It's just a. It just seems to be a very interesting place that I'd like to explore. I'm with you with Sri Lanka. Uh, it isn't on my list. Spoiler alert! But I. It's like anyone I who's gone to Sri Lanka has loved it, and I think it's still super cheap. It's still pretty non-touristed, at least with Western tourists. I know a lot of uh, Asians from that area go to Sri Lanka, but always a benefit right jay when it's like a cheap travel destination when you could get like awesome hotels and bungalows for a third or a quarter of the price what you you would pay normally in the western world that like shoots something right up my list right even if it's the same amount of beautifulness if i could get it cheaper of course yeah, it's yeah. going to be higher all right cool sri lanka i'm down you could do your sri lanka india bang bang man they're right there <laughs> there you go um i'm coming to your side of the world for my, my number four into the Southern Hemisphere as well. And this is a place that I have not gotten to go, obviously, since it's on this list, but I was close to and want to do, and that is the Whit Sundays in Australia. Those are the amazing white sand beaches off the coast of Australia, a little south of Cairns and the Great Barrier Reef, kind of near Brisbane and stuff like that in the Gold Coast. Um, would absolutely love to get to the Whit Sundays. Any pictures I've seen of them are like that's what you think of when you think white sand, incredible beach, the Whit Sundays in Australia. And so we wanted to go when we were in Australia. We did not make it there, but um, that is really, really, really high on my list. And you have the benefit then, of course, being like in Australia. So you go to the Whit Sundays and then you have the whole rest of Australia to explore too because it's right there. So nice. yeah, I can't really argue with that. You said you were coming to my side of the world. I don't know. Where I meant you're... your side of the world when you were in Sri Lanka. Because oh, you're like, okay. last one was Sri Lanka. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. You're, you're okay. over that side of the road. Yeah. Yes, we're not, traveling not, around. Okay, I lost yeah, myself for a second yeah, there. You are, not, you are not in the Sundays, nor are you in that part of the world. <laughs> you're in the opposite <laughs> side of the world. You're in Norway. About Probably if you drilled a hole directly through the earth, like on a diagonal, you would probably be... Yeah, I don't know. You're just very far in Norway. If there's there. some scientists out there that can figure out if that's accurate, I'm in Oslo, Norway. Let us know where I'd end up <laughs> if I drilled diagonally through the earth. I'd just be curious. <laughs> I uh, would be too. Maybe the Whit Sundays. <laughs> Maybe. It would be amazing. Find, find Travis is some kind of like um, <laughs> geological savant and he didn't even yeah. know it. Okay. Find that wormhole, Jay. Find that wormhole. <laughs> I'm still looking for it. Number three. Um, all right. So for this number three slot... I was just like, man, I'm just jonesing for one of those crystal clear blue water situations, you know, and one that I can get a little spoiled in, 
right? Like one of the, like our mutual buddy Roger runs this overwater bungalow site. He always got these overwater bungalows. Like there's just like a bungalow that's over water. It's exactly what it is, but the water's like the most crystal clear blue water you've ever seen in your life. And I think one of the quintessential places that exemplifies what it is I'm, I'm describing is the Maldives. Um, never been, um, it's just one of those places that I've heard is so epically beautiful and I've seen many pictures of it. And right now I'm in Norway and we're on the cusp of winter heading into fall. And I'm just like, yeah, sure. I want to go to the Maldives. So there you go. My number three. It's crazy when this happens Uh out of all the places in the world and out of the (laughs) whole spots that they could be on the list your number three and my number three are exactly the same maybe that's what we do maybe we take our next trip to the maldives my number three is also the maldives same reasons can you really argue and and that's my theme now for these next few is he's like amazing white sand beaches picturesque beaches plus the maldives man we don't know how long you have left to be there unfortunately so jay we got to get there as soon as possible not cheap by any stretch i mean you can travel hack it and get there cheaper but even still you know accommodations are crazy and things like that but maldives my number three as well i think that is the the creme de la creme when you're talking about these exotic beach overwater bungalow locations the maldives are bora bora i mean they're like 1a and 1b maldives are probably going to exist uh, or disappear quicker than Bora Bora. So let's get there as soon as possible, man. Well, dude, uh, you know, if we get like a big group together, maybe we make it a little more affordable. I'm starting. I, I, I don't know. Episodes. How many how many people do they let you cram in an overwater bungalow? Oh, yeah, we only have two. And there's like eight people trudging off the plane with their backpack. <laughs> there's not really many places to hide on the Maldives as being like sneaking onto the resort, man. But uh, we'll try. I don't know if these episodes like help me or hurt me more mentally i get going and now i'm just like man um yeah it's only about 25 minutes to the oslo airport from where i am (laughs) on the train there's a bus that goes right there um yeah i could just start grabbing the next flight somewhere i'm ready to go dude all right um, speaking of getting going we're running up on our uh, buffer here all right here we we go here we go number two um, Travis place that you've been many times and also, uh, place my wife's been and also some other people I've talked to and a place that I need to go is Croatia just because I've heard oh, so yeah. many, uh, incredible things. So, um, I know it's your wife's favorite country. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it, but uh, I've never been, but Croatia. Stunning. If, if you guys don't have, if you have no concept of Croatia or you don't know anything about it, if you watch Game of Thrones, which who doesn't nowadays other than maybe myself, uh, which I I, I do don't. like it. I, okay. I read so, the books, though. Yeah, and so did I. Um, Dubrovnik <laughs> is where the, um, what is it, the Lannisters live. I, you know, I can't remember their house of whatever. Uh, sure. It's where the Lannisters live. That's where they filmed it. Um, it's insane. So I'm with you on Croatia. My number two. This is a, a, a shock to me that this is on my list. But I have one of my favorite people in the world to thank for this. And I hope I hope he listens to this. If not, I'm going to make him listen to this. Travis, I'm listening. I'm right and, here. Uh, you are right there. <laughs> my, the only man who can hold a candle to Jason Moore. <laughs> Sailing Bo. <laughs> Our friend Bo Cordell from at Sailing Bo is sailing around the world. And... He posts pictures on Instagram, and sometimes he posts pictures on Instagram that look like this, 
and I'm showing Jay right now, and I have been to the Bahamas, and I hated the Bahamas because I was there on spring break, and I was in like the crappiest package hotel. It was awful. It was disgusting. But then he posts a picture of this that says that's on Conception Island in the Bahamas and says, we've seen some beautiful spots in the past years, but the last few days make take the cake. Likely the most beautiful secluded anchorage we've ever had on Conception Island. And it is like, it's insane. It's insane. And so I, I wanted to put a Caribbean island on this list, and I didn't know which one I was going to put on. And then I remember he posted a picture, and I was hoping it was like St. Kitts, St. Nevis, like one of these little more like uppity ones. And I saw it was in the Bahamas. I'm like, oh, it's the Bahamas. But this is to say there's more to the Bahamas than those crappy spring break um, areas that you stay in. I want to get myself to Conception Island, Bahamas. It'd be even much better to do it on a boat with sailing bow. <laughs> All right, Bo, get our bunks ready because that picture looks incredible. It's one of those like it's a picture of a boat. I'll just describe it to everybody. But then there's like the shadow of the boat underneath because the water's so clear. Yeah, that it looks like the boat's floating on a piece of glass or something. It's I feel insane. like I can see fish in this Instagram picture. Yeah. Follow at sailing bow on Instagram and find this picture's Conception Island. You'll know the one I'm talking about. And I know it. what it feels like because I've been there too on a crappy package. We had the similar experience. But um, but when you jump in that water and it's just like a bathtub. Oh, mm. okay. My number one. Drum roll, Chris. Throw that in. All right. I wouldn't be surprised if um if this is Travis's number one too. I I would be surprised because this was okay. Mine's pretty unique, so okay. it'd be cool if it was. But I, it's kind of out there. Okay, then it's not. But um, New Zealand, uh, because it seems to combine a lot of the things that the other ones have as well the other countries have i mean of course these are all completely different cultures but when you talk about landscape they have the mountains and the sea and it seems like there's just a good mix of everything plus i really want to do a camper van through there we've talked about it before um I, listen any one of these i just read could have been put into number one travis makes me order these things because because you have you know, to you Those have are, to them's the rules but, dude. um but yeah so new zealand there's my number one I'm an idiot. New Zealand, not even on your list, dude. Uh, if, That's if, crazy. Listen, use your error. Uh, you know, when you're thinking of all the places in the world, some stuff slips your mind. New Zealand would definitely have been very high on my list. The only thing, the only reason it's not, if I was to remember it, to put it on that wouldn't be the highest is because I probably am going there in January. So it's not that I'm not super excited and, really, and think it would be really high, but it's lost a little bit of the luster because I, I'm... I'm planning on going there. So I'm like, okay, that's already in my in my, you know, future type thing. But I'm with you. I mean, it's dude, it's stunning. And yeah, camper van through New Zealand. That's why I hope that I do it in January. Um and then uh yeah, and then I can make up for it. All right. Chris is buzzing you out right now. Chris, so we gotta get your number one. Here's my number one most beautiful place that I want to go to is Paro Taksung, which is the Tiger Monastery in Bhutan. So I've wanted to go to Bhutan forever. It's a pretty closed off country. You have to pay uh, $225 a day, you know, to go in. The country is, you know, very remotely, like talk about rugged landscape up there near Nepal and, and in the Himalayas of India. And that monastery is just the symbo is like the symbolism of why I want to go there. That one that's built into the side of the um, mountain, and everyone has pictures with not everyone, but people have been there. Yeah, 
I just I'm fascinated with Bhutan. I think it's really remote, really rugged, like I kind of started my list off with, and just really unique and gorgeous. And so I'd love to go to Bhutan and specifically the Tiger Monastery in Bhutan. Sounds incredible. I'm gonna have to look up a picture. So of we got sixteen places. Uh fifteen, because we, we crossed over on the Maldives. We got fifteen places we gotta go now, man. So uh I'm looking at the calendar. I think if we hit one a month, we could do this in uh, about 15, 18 months. How about that? Uh, yes. I've seen a picture of this. I'm, I'm looking right now online. I've seen the picture of this Tiger Monastery. Yes. Yeah. Um, more than happy to join you on that adventure. Uh, maybe we can get that 225 a day down, though. I don't know. Yeah, um, dude. It's the government rate. We gotta. That's some real schmoozing if you're schmoozing the government, right? <laughs> totally. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing our top 16 total places that most beautiful places in the world that we want to go that we haven't been. What are yours? You can always hit us up at Zero to Travel at Pack of Peanuts on Twitter. And don't forget Location Indie, the community. Our community is open and there is a whole bunch of people waiting to welcome you in to support you on your journey towards location independence, or if you're already location independent, we have people running their own location independent businesses right now, helping each other out. We make sure um, to do an orientation the first week you're in to get everybody sort of you know comfortable with everything that's going on. We're always working to connect people. We help people form mastermind groups so they can um, hold each other accountable. And if we see you know people that could work together. We introduce them. So we'd really just work so hard to um, connect you within the community and to make sure the community is um, has got that vibe that it's supposed to. So it's like walking into a coffee shop with a bunch of like-minded friends that you can hang out with immediately that love travel, that love freedom, and that understand, hey, we can't do all this alone. We, we need support and travel. I mean, we started the community because... You can't. You really can't. I mean, it's like next to impossible to there's do this by yourself. No, Not only that, there's it's, no reason it's no to. Fun. There's it's no, no fun. <laughs> there's no reason to do it alone. This lifestyle is awesome. Let's share it with each other. I mean, there is no reason to do uh, the location dependent journey alone. Whether you're further along in that journey, whether you're just starting, whether you want to start. Location Indie, the community that we've built, is one of the most incredible things that we've ever done, and one of the things we are definitely the most proud of. And we only open up two or three times every year to new members. That's so that we can get people and get them going and really get them results as opposed to just bringing in new people all the time. So if you want to join, it is open September 25th through September 29th, 2017. You can find out more by going to locationindie.com. Don't forget, this is just one part of our Ménage et Trois podcasts. We will also be putting our favorite places that we have been on the Zero to Travel podcast and also the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. You can find them, however you listen to this, Overcast, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. You can find our other podcasts there too. And we thank you for listening today. And some of you will see you inside Location Indie. Chat soon. Yeah. Have, a, have a wonderful day. Hey. Cheers. <laughs>